This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 212. When I didn't know my passion, when I didn't know my purpose, when I didn't know why I was here on earth, I used to eat a lot. I used to binge on cookies and cakes and little Debbie's and donuts and ice cream. And then when I went raw vegan, I used to binge on dates with almond butter and cacao nibs. I used to binge on nice cream and um, um, what were these things? I used to eat, oh, you don't even know. I used to dip chocolate. There was this company called Fine and Raw, and they made amazing chocolate. They made raw vegan, like Kit Kats, and I used to dip them in cashew butter, and I used to eat them all night, all night. I used to eat grapes. like I was just like basically swallowing the grapes. I wasn't even chewing them. I used to eat, um, I used to binge on basically those things, all the raw vegan, like, cakes, cheesecakes. I used to make, oh, I used to make all these types of balls, you know, the date balls and the, and the, it was like dates, walnuts, cacao, dates, walnuts, cacao in the blender or in the food processor, blend that up. And I used to make balls out of them, put them in the freezer. It's fucking fudge y'all fudge. And I used to just eat them all the time, all day, all night. I was never satisfied and I could never, ever, ever get full, ever. And the reason, the real reason was that I wasn't hungry for food. I was trying to fill myself to feel fulfilled. We cannot feel fulfilled without working hard towards something we love. Now, maybe you don't have that problem with food. Maybe you were never a food addict like me. Sorry. You know when you like swallow your own spit and you like choke on it? That's what just happened to me? Okay, focus. (laughs) Sorry. This is real life, you guys. I don't edit. Um... Maybe you are doing it with um, alcohol or maybe you're doing it with shopping. Maybe you're trying to feel filled, right? Maybe you're trying to fill that void with sex or, um, you know, watching YouTube videos or um, cleaning obsessively, Mm, organizing and cleaning obsessively. Maybe you're trying to fill that void by dieting obsessively or exercising obsessively to an unhealthy amount, right? To an unhealthy um, uh, extent. Maybe you're trying to fill that void by doing things for other people. Mm. I'm not saying any of these things are bad, but I want you to look at what am I doing to try and fill something that is empty inside. 
Maybe you're doing it by, by flirting with other people. Maybe you're doing it by cheating on your girlfriend or boyfriend. Maybe you're, you're doing it by going out every night, dancing, or to the club, to the club. Oh, sorry. Uh, maybe you're doing it by, what are you doing? Maybe you're doing it by working all the time, all the time, so you don't have a minute free. Maybe you're doing it by hanging out with people all the time, so you don't have a minute of silence to yourself, because then you'd feel the pain, you'd feel the void. Listen, you cannot run from your feelings. I tried. So here's what I did. I started acknowledging. If you've been listening to my podcast, then you know that acknowledging, becoming aware of the problem, becoming aware of how you're feeling is the very first step in the healing process. So congratulations. By listening to this podcast, you are becoming aware that there's a... There's something inside that's empty that you're trying to fill. Now, you can only fill this by feeling truly fulfilled, okay? I've talked about this before, how you can... I said before that there's two ways to fill it. You've got to do something that you love, you know, for a living, live your life purpose, and you've also got to love yourself. We're looking for love everywhere, We're looking for love on the internet. We're looking for love at work. We're looking for love. We're looking for love everywhere in our life. And love is amazing and love makes the world go round. And love is a beautiful thing. But if we don't love ourselves, we will be looking everywhere else for that love that we can never fill with someone else's love. Someone else can never, ever, ever fill our self-love void. Okay, so like, I want you to think of your you as a spiritual being have a having a um, physical experience here, right? And I want you to think of it like mason jars, okay? Because we're all raw vegan here, right? So we all have mason jars in the house, okay? So I want you to see um, your inside of you are five mason jars. I'm just making this shit up as I go, right? And one of the mason jars is your own self-love. And the other mason jar is the love you get from others, which we need. We need love from others, of course. So that's full because you have lots of people in your life that love you, okay? It's overflowing, in fact. But you cannot fill one jar from the other. No, it doesn't work like that, okay? Only your own love, only your own opinion of yourself, your own self-worth can fill up that mason jar that is empty at the moment. How do you fill it up? You start small. You start small by saying nice things to yourself, by saying I love you, by making small decisions to have a smoothie instead of an Egg McMuffin. You make small, seemingly insignificant decisions. Take a 10-minute walk instead of just scrolling, okay? You set aside 10 minutes to write in your journal. That's showing yourself self-love, okay? You set aside 10 minutes to do some yoga today. 
You do some self-love tapping. I recommend Brad Yates on YouTube. You start looking in your own eyes in the mirror and you start saying, I love you. You start looking in the mirror and instead of seeing the things you don't like, you start by seeing one thing you do like. And you say, you know what? You know what? You know what? Jeanette, you have beautiful, beautiful earlobes. Did you know that? Your earlobes are so beautiful. And that's how I started, guys. Okay? Because I once hated myself. I once thought I was the ugliest person on earth because I was, I was told that in my childhood. I once thought that I was trash. I once thought that I was scum. I was worthless. So when I looked in the mirror, I couldn't see anything good about me physically or mentally or emotionally or spiritually. I didn't see anything that was worthy. And what happened was, is that I found other people that also didn't see my worth. You're always going to find people that match your subconscious programming. So when, if you want to manifest the partner of your dreams or the friend of your dreams or the business partner of your dreams or the lover of your dreams or the husband or wife of your dreams, well, you're going to have to change your mindset. You're going to have to start loving yourself because you don't want to manifest someone that doesn't love themselves. That's going to be a nightmare. That's going to be a toxic relationship. That's going to be a headache. That is going to be the worst relationship of your life. Being with someone that doesn't love themselves, there's nothing worse. So back to the subject at hand, we're trying to fill a void inside, okay? So we have, we have the self-love mason jar, okay? That's one of the ways that we feel fulfilled inside. And the other jar is, we're going to call that our life purpose fulfillment jar, right? And so there is a reason you're here. There's a very, very, very clear reason. And I'm going to help you understand why right now, okay? If you don't know why you're here, let me tell you right now, because I posted yesterday or today, I'm not sure. I asked if people knew why they were here. And so many people messaged me and said they don't know. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to do a podcast on this because I've been studying this for so long. Okay. This is like one, this was one of my um, biggest obsessions was to figure out what was I supposed to do here? Because I don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste this time. I don't want to get to the, my deathbed and be filled with regret. I don't want to transition to the next life and look back and be like, oh my God, I wasted it. I wasted my opportunity to do what I was supposed to do. So, because regret hurts like a motherfucker, you know, think of something you regret right now. Yeah, it hurts, right? So here's how you figure it out. I want you to write a list of all the things that you have overcome. All of the problems in your life that you solved, whether that's because you solved it because you got somebody's help, you took a course, you went to school to solve it, you, um, you uh, figured it out on your own, okay? You went to see a therapist and it solved it. You did hypnosis and it solved it. You, what is an obstacle that you have overcome? I'll give you some examples, 
okay? I was a food addict. I was suffering in silence because addiction is, can only happen in loneliness and in silence, okay? I was suffering really bad. I had no one in my life. I had no one to confide in. I had no one that knew I was hiding it. And I was very lonely and I was very depressed. And I, um, I was suicidal. I was overweight. I had really bad acne. Had, my skin was really, really dry. I had all these patches of eczema all over my body that were always like bleeding and painful, very, very painful. I had bad migraines, chronic fatigue, all these problems, and, uh, and so many more that I don't want to talk about, you know? I had an anal fissure at one point in my life. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> Look it up. It's when you go to the bathroom and you're so dehydrated that you... Oh, this is so gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> that you... Basically, you break a blood vessel in your anus and it is the most painful... You rupture a blood vessel and it is the most painful. I don't wish this on my worst enemy. I do not wish this on Ted fucking Bundy. Maybe him. But literally, guys, I don't wish it on him. I don't wish this on anyone. Horrific. Horrific pain. And basically, many more things like that. And through years of suffering really bad, trying every diet possible, I got blessed by the universe. And I came into the knowledge of a raw vegan diet. Eating a raw vegan diet changed my life. No, it did not make my life perfect. I still have problems. I still have life problems. There's always going to be ups and downs. But the raw vegan diet saved me from my food addiction, okay? It was a massive blessing into my life because even though, yes, I still had a food addiction after I went raw, it didn't cause health issues. I never had anal fissures again. I never had acne again. I didn't become overweight again. I got rid of my migraines. I got rid of my IBS, my chronic constipation, my eczema, my psoriasis, my hair loss, all the issues that I had. Constant rashes, constant um, bronchitis. I, I blocked a lot of it out, honestly, but I was constantly getting sick as a kid and as a teenager and in my 20s, taking Z-Packs and antibiotics, and I completely destroyed my immune system, so I was always sick. And I would have been one of those people in the, the, the COVID time, I would have been one of those people that were like wearing a mask and afraid to go out. I would have worn a mask in my house and gloves and sanitizing everything, that would have been me because I had such a compromised immune system. I share this to let you know that my life purpose now, I know it. It's because I solved a problem that I had. I had a major problem that I was addicted to food. And if you were also a food addict and you have overcome it, that is part of your life purpose to help others overcome it. Now, 
That doesn't mean that you need to be a coach. What you need to understand is there's many avenues. There's many, many ways that you can fulfill your life purpose. And how do you determine that way? Well, you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be something that you love to do. Okay? So me, I don't know if you can tell. I love to talk. (laughs) But I don't like to talk to people. Okay? So like, I'm not a coach anymore. Okay? I I tried doing that. I tried working with people one-on-one. It wasn't for me. I don't like to talk to people one-on-one. I just don't. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't, it's very, it gives me a lot of anxiety personally, honestly, unless it's like my best friend. Um, I don't like to talk to people one-on-one, but I figured out that I love, I love to talk to an audience. I love to talk to a group of people. So what can I do with that information? I can do group coaching. I can do YouTube lives. Because, yeah, even though I'm talking to myself, basically, uh, I'm talking to, I imagine I'm talking to thousands of people. I imagine that. Right now on this podcast, I don't really like to talk to myself. But right now, I'm, my eyes are closed. And I'm imagining that I'm talking to thousands and thousands of people. Now, see, that's my thing. That's what I love. Okay? I love to talk to an audience. And I love it because it comes naturally to me of... It doesn't come natural. Sorry. I've done it a lot. Like I've, I've done it for the last 10 years. Okay. And so I am, I'm good at it. It's a skill. I don't have to think about what I'm saying. I can just press record or I can just go online or I, I can just go on stage and talk because I have put in the reps because I'm just talking from my soul, from my experience. I'm just telling the truth. So when you're telling the truth, guys, you don't need to read a script. You don't need to think about what you're going to say. Listen, I, this only comes with time. If you want to be a public speaker, like I want to be a public speaker, you got to start and put in the reps. And over time, you're going to just be so natural. You're going to get on stage and you don't even need to know what you're going to talk about. You can have a little outline, but you don't really need to know because it's going to be your truth, your story. Now, uh, let's think of another. Um, so I want you to write down all the problems that you had that you overcame, all the obstacles that you turned into opportunities. And your opportunity is the ability to help others, okay? That's how you turn your obstacles into opportunities. Another one that I could explore if I wanted to, okay? Well, let's just stick to the things I'm doing, right? So fruit, okay? Obviously, if you're going to be a healthy raw vegan, you need to know about fruit. You need to know how to pick out your fruit, and you need to know exactly when it's ripe and when it's good enough to eat, when it's perfect. Because if you open a honeydew before it's ripe, it's going to taste like nothing. If you open a honeydew when it's ripe and perfect and ready, it's going to taste like heaven. This is a skill. And I didn't know that this was a skill. And I remember clearly, I remember clearly saying to somebody once, you know, I should, I should um, do this for a living. Because I would be at Whole Foods picking out uh, fruit and vegetables for people, like strangers. Like, guys, I don't think you understand. What you're meant to do, you're already doing. But you're not getting paid for it. So for like the last decade, when I go shopping, which is like my favorite thing on earth, when I go food shopping, I pick out my fruit and then people see me 
you know, smelling my fruit and touching my fruit and taking pictures of fruit. And then they ask me questions. People always ask me questions. How do you know when that's ripe? Or, you know, what are you doing? Or why do you, whatever. Or people ask me questions or I'll just go up to people and I'll be like, you should get this one maybe. It looks really, really, really good. And they'll be like, oh, how can you tell? Well, when you have a mame sapote, if you scratch it on each side, you see like this and it's orange, that's a really, really good sign. Go home, put this in your oven, don't turn it on, keep it there for a few days. It's gonna ripen, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, or you know, whatever, put it in a brown paper bag in a dark place. But basically, what I'm trying to tell you is, I was with a friend one day and I told my friend, I said, you know what? I should make a living doing this. Like I should get paid to do this because people in the stores are always asking me questions and I'm always helping people pick out their fruit and vegetables and like always giving people recipes and tips and stuff. And you know what my friend said? He said, that is ridiculous. And you know what I'm doing now? I'm doing exactly that for a living. I'm literally helping people know when their fruit is ripe for a living. If you don't believe me, check out Chef AJ. Type in Chef AJ Misfit Vegan on YouTube. I'll leave the link below, actually. And you'll see me for one hour telling people how they can pick out their fruit, how to know when it's ripe, and tips and tricks on every single fruit. And how does that translate to a living? Well, from that show, lots of people bought my course and my books just because of that show that I did a few weeks ago on the day that my mom passed away, which is crazy to think about. But it was a really important show for me. It was a really big show for me to do, and I, I hope that I can do her show again one day, and I hope that I can do more um, content very, very, very soon. I really miss being live and going live and stuff, but just figuring out, out like the new me and how to be, you know, I'm sure you can relate. Once somebody dies that, you know, that is your mom or your sister or your dad or somebody very close to you, your husband or your wife, you don't really feel like yourself for a while. So I'm trying to get back to myself because myself is very positive and optimistic and I like to make jokes and it feels very wrong to do in this time but I'm trying. Anyway, how did we get onto that subject? The point is that whatever problem you have overcome, you can help others. And I know for a fact that there are so many problems that you have had that you've overcome. Just pick one and go for it and start. And once you start doing that in some capacity, whether it's a book or a podcast or a YouTube, or maybe you start a small business, okay? I started a business called Fruit is Life. I sell exotic tropical fruit here in Florida. Okay, well, I didn't know I would really enjoy it until I started it. I didn't know I would enjoy doing this podcast until I started it. You're going to have to start somewhere. And the faster you start, the faster you find out if something is for you or not. Okay? This is really important. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if that's for me. Well, try it out. Try it out. I'm not telling you to quit your job because some people cannot do that. I understand. But start now while you can, while you're working your job and see if it's for you and see how you can find a way to make a living 
doing what you love and that helps people follow the path that you have done to solve your problem. Okay? When you can combine how to solve people's problems with something you love, there you go. That is why you're here. And by the way, you decide why you're here. You know that, right? Like you can decide today that you're here to be a dancer. And you can go take dance lessons. And you can do that every, every single Friday for the next year. And after a year, then you'll get the confidence to maybe start your dance TikTok or your dance YouTube, or you'll start uh, your dance podcast where you talk about, you know, um, different, that's going to be hard, dance podcast, but you know what I mean. You talk about different techniques and you guide people audibly. Or maybe you start, you know, creating your course. But listen, if you're going to have a dance course, you're going to have to be on social media. So you start your Instagram, you start your dance Instagram, and you do that for a few years, like me. Six years, six years I've been doing my, my raw vegan YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, okay, six years. Do you think that the first year that I was doing this, that I could sell a book, even if I had, because I didn't have? No. Do you think the second year? No. And hey, maybe that's you and you'll get lucky and you could do it better than me, but I couldn't sell anything for the first six Six fucking years. And a lot of you guys are not understanding that you're going to need patience and you're going to need to work without getting paid in order to get paid without having to work. Now, I have people buying my products every single day and I'm so grateful and I thank you so very much. But I understand that if I don't continue to put in the work, nobody's going to buy anything from me. I'm not going to be able to fulfill my life purpose, which is to inspire 1 billion people to stop eating dead animal body parts. I'm not going to be able to do that if I don't keep putting out content, if I don't keep learning, if I don't keep growing, if I don't keep coming up with recipes, if I don't keep coming up with things that I want to talk about and things that I want to help people with, if I don't keep being vulnerable and sharing my experience. That's all we need. We just need people to share what has worked for them. And then maybe it will work for us. And then if it works for us, then we can share it with someone else and it might work for them. And then they might do it and it'll work and then they'll share it with somebody else. And this is how we change the world. This is how we make a dent. You already know why you're here. You know why you're here. And if you're not sure, try it out. Try out why you think you're here. Try that thing out. Go for it. And then you find out it's not for you. Okay, great. Now we know that is not for you. Most likely, you are already doing what you were born to do. You just might not get, be getting paid for it. Okay? My roommate, my best friend, she's a healer. She is a healer and she's healing people every single day. It's effortless for her. She's talking to people on the phone all day, family, friends, strangers at work. She's healing people all day. This is her passion. She loves learning about healing. She loves reading about healing. She loves exploring healing modalities. She loves talking about childhood traumas. She's a healer. She's doing it all day, every day. She's not getting paid for it yet. 
because she doesn't know her life purpose yet. But everyone around her can see it's her life purpose. And if you're like her and you have a lot of talents, she's very, very talented. She's a producer. She's got music on Apple Music, Spotify. Her name is Awa World Art, by the way. You should check her out. Awa World Art. A-W-A, World Art, all one word. She's going to kill me if she's listening, but I don't care. She's on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, YouTube, all the things. She's a producer. She's a musician. She's a dancer. She's an artist. She, she's a very, very creative person. And for somebody like that, if you're a multi-potentialite and you have all of these talents, like I can't even relate. I don't have the talents that she has. Yes, I can sing. And yes, I can. You don't even know. I'm a really good dancer. Yes, I can. I can cry on command. Yes, I'm an amazing actress. Okay, so I have a lot of talents too. I understand. But guess I have a theory that we all have a million talents. We're just not exploring them. So Awa has been on her path to explore her talents since 2017 when she lost her dad. And I'm so proud of her because she's exploring all these talents and she's realizing she's so talented in so many areas of life. Like me too. I didn't know I was so talented. I didn't know how amazing I was. And I'm not being a narcissist right now. I'm not being funny. I'm being very serious. We're not allowed in society to say that we're amazing. And I don't know why. I think I have a theory that it's so that they can sell us products, so they could sell us makeup. They could sell us um, these you know, hair products and these clothing and jewelry, and they could sell us surgeries, and they could sell us Botox and, and fake eyelashes and all this shit so that we'll try to feel good enough, so that we'll try to feel amazing and talented and beautiful, but we already are. So I think, I have a theory that, you know, they don't, in society, it's not, it's frowned upon when you say that you're beautiful. It's frowned upon when you say you're amazing and you're talented. We're not supposed to do that. But like, if I, if I see you as extremely talented, why can't I see myself that way? You see, I love, I don't know if this podcast will ever end. I'm sorry, Zin Rosie. I love exploring outside the box of what I've been told is normal, natural, and healthy. You know, it started with the food. I was told that eating dead animal body parts was normal, natural, and healthy, and it's not. So what else is not normal, natural, or healthy? Well, talking bad about myself, okay? Making derogatory comments about myself, either out loud or in my head. This is not normal, natural, or healthy. Not recognizing how beautiful and amazing and talented I am it's not normal, natural health or healthy. There is nothing conceited or narcissistic about loving yourself and recognizing how amazing, beautiful, and talented you are. What's narcissistic is thinking that you are the only beautiful, talented, amazing person on earth. You are the most beautiful, talented. No, you just are. You are incredibly beautiful, talented, and smart, sexy, gifted, and strong person. You are extremely strong and amazing. And it's okay to feel that way about yourself. You've been through a lot. You've got to admit how strong you are. You've got to admit how beautiful you are. When you look in the mirror, if you don't see it, just, just start lying 
just start lying. And you know what? One day, it's so crazy how this works, guys. I've been on my journey for a long time now. Trust me. One day, you're going to start, you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to believe it because you've been saying it for so long. Like now, I literally, I literally believe that I'm beautiful. And if somebody says that I'm not beautiful, that's okay. That's their opinion. You know, not everything is for everyone, right? Like there's like a car, like a, let's take like a, a Tesla. Some people are in love with Teslas. They look at them, they're like, oh my God, these are the, I love this car, it's so beautiful. And somebody else is just like, oh, I don't get it. I don't care about Teslas. I don't like them. They're not attractive to me. They're not beautiful. It's not a sleek car. I don't care about it. So you have to understand that not everything is for everyone. So if somebody doesn't think I'm beautiful, that's okay. I'm not beautiful to them. I'm beautiful to me. And that's all that matters. I know I'm beautiful. And I know every single person on this earth is beautiful in their own way. I'm beautiful in my own way. And you are beautiful in your own way. But when we look at society to tell us who we are and tell us our worth and our value, that is when we destroy our entire lives and our potential. So your life purpose is also related to finally realizing your worth. And by the way, please don't compare yourself because there's some people that have a purpose that doesn't look like yours. Okay? Some people are supposed to be online and the the face of a company or doing public speaking or a model or an actress or a singer. That's their purpose. Maybe your purpose, because you have to understand, everyone is very unique in their own purpose. And so maybe your purpose is to be an incredible mom and give the love and support and guidance and life lessons to your children. And this will help them fulfill their life purpose. Maybe your life purpose is to edit books that are going to change the entire trajectory of the world. Maybe your life purpose is to be an amazing, incredible, ridiculously life-changing mailman who makes every single person's day that he meets, who gives the most amazing positive energy to everyone he meets. I'm thinking about my mailman. He's amazing. He's so, he is, I don't know if he's doing what he's supposed to do, but he sure is looking like it because every day I see him, He is in the best mood. He is so positive. He's so vibrant and always asking me amazing questions. And you know what? I'm going to talk to him tomorrow about this. I want to know his life purpose. (laughs) It's probably not delivering mail, but you know what? He probably most likely is working on his life purpose outside of that. I guarantee it. You can't be that happy and, and like in such a good mood and like doing your best without fulfilling yourself in some way, in a positive way. And so maybe his purpose is to make other people's day. And that's what he's doing. And that's why he's happy and he feels fulfilled. I don't know. The point of this podcast is to just get you thinking 
about why you're here and what, what you are going to regret if you don't do. I know for a fact, if I don't, if I don't at least try to open a fast fruit restaurant, I'm going to regret it. I've got to try. I've got to try it. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I've got to try. So yeah, that's one of my life purposes. And I've got to also try in every single interaction, I've got to try to inspire people to go vegan because it saved my life. It changed my life for the better. And I'm really grateful. And no, my life has not been perfect over the last 12 years. My health hasn't even been perfect. Okay. If you know me, if you follow me, if you've taken my course, you know that I destroyed my teeth with eating lots and lots and lots of dried fruit because I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a coach. Uh, I didn't have someone who told me don't eat an abundance of dried fruit. And if you do brush your teeth, floss, use a water pick right afterwards because you're going to ruin your teeth. So for six years, I ate lots of dried bananas and mangoes and dates and dried persimmons, dried jackfruit, lots of this with like, you don't even know what I did. I would eat 50 dates a day, like easily. But you see, this is somebody who had a food addiction that wasn't dealing with the real problem. The problem is I didn't love myself. The problem is I, I thought I was scum of the earth and I wasn't, and, I, and on top of that, I wasn't living my purpose. So I was trying to fulfill myself by filling myself up with food. Now I'm living my life purpose. So now I don't need to try and fill the void because I'm filling it with doing my life's work. And that's what I want for you too, my boo. I hope this podcast may have inspired you in some way. If you like it, I would love, love, love if you can give it a rating, if you could rate it. Um, and if you can leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Even if it's just a few words, you know, like love it or best podcast ever, or, um, um, Jeanette's the sexiest raw vegan on the internet, something like that. Random, random stuff like that. If you want to put that, um, on Apple podcast, I'd really appreciate it. And I think Spotify just lets you rate it, no reviews, but either way, thank you very much. I will leave a link below for more stuff from me. Oh, and I was going to leave another link below. Now I forgot. Mm. Anyway, love you so much and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.